Welcome once again to Open Health Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oss is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy summer. <laughs> We're here. Well, it's officially summer, yes. We just had solstice. Yes. Had some great weather this past week. It's been nice. Finally. Especially finally. Everyone kept, I know, well, you know, I had that conversation with one of my neighbors the other day because she was just like, oh, I can't, oh, January. And I'm like, it's like this. In fact, her family is the same way. They're like, Lisa, just put a sock in it. Put a sock <laughs> in it. Because every year, every year you complain. And every year it's the same thing. Like, just stop. So, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm just a little uh, a little stupefied that everyone here still gets weird about it. Because I... And maybe I'm not affected the same because I get up and I walk every day. Right, right. Even in the dark months, the fact that I'm just up and by the time the sun is coming up, I'm already up and energized and ready and doing Moving stuff. Moving around, yeah. I, it just, I just love it right now because I get up at you know five five thirty and it's already oh I love it you know, sun I know. coming up and it's yep. gorgeous and, and nine thirty at night you know mm-hmm. still oh ten thirty just yeah, the other beautiful. night yeah summer wonderful. solstice it was finally finally so nice yeah it's it's amazing when you finally don't have a bunch of cloud cover blocking all of that yeah I think there was a couple couple days you know a week ago where it's like it is so dark out. And yeah. When is this going to end? Are my gardens all confused? You know, some some things are doing well, some things are not. Cherries right. no good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't get off. Um, plums kind of had a rough start. Apples are doing great. All that's good, but corn and a bunch of other crops, you know, around mm-hmm. the state are really struggling because it was such a cold and wet yeah. uh, spring. Uh, the strawberry festivals are got no strawberries. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah, that's true. Because well, usually I have some strawberries in a mm, little pot that yeah. I have at home, and they're no. just now starting to form. No, too much, too wet, way yeah. too wet, you know, so that didn't help, you know, that end of it. But, you know. <laughs> too much wet, way too wet. <laughs> <laughs> way too wet. <laughs> too much wetness. That, that that would explain the Pacific Northwest. Oh, well, too much, much wet, way too wet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we there should we make go. a little ditty out Still of love it, though. <laughs> Exactly. That's hilarious. Yep. Oh, oh, my boy. gosh. Well, let's not be a wet blanket on the show. No, that's right. Not Hopefully at we have all. good things to share. Well, now that the weather is heating up, uh, there's other mm. things that are running pretty hot these days as well. Well, it, okay. So let me – well, I want to hear – you, I'm sure, started saying that because you have something that you're going to follow that up with. Because I was going to say something else, but I want to see what you were about to no, say. No, r- roll with it. We'll talk about rates. We'll definitely need to talk about rates. Okay. Yeah. Well, so here's here's the number one thing that I keep having happen. I have a ton of people who, you know, every time I'm chatting with them, you know, it's, it's polite conversation, right? Mm-hmm. People will always be like, oh, how are things at work? And honestly, I don't think they care. <laughs> but what they're asking me Well, they're is, at least they're asking. Yeah, because yeah, they don't really care about my individual work. Right, right, you know? right. They're just kind of like, hey, Reba, what's going on in the market? We're scared. Yeah, right. of course. Because that's really what's going on, right? We have said for the last several months, things are adjusting. Mm-hmm. They haven't fallen apart. No. But if you were to look on social media or read online anything it's the ah the sky is falling right right so we're doing yet another show to talk about why the sky is not falling right yeah. and well, where the opportunities lie yet yeah, once again that's true yeah and, and i think it's important for us to keep repeating it 
so that people do get what's going on. It's not a, oh, one week we were right and the rest of it we weren't. And it's not even about being right. It's about like reading the tea leaves, understanding yeah. what you're looking at. And, and you know, I, I don't want us to come across as being those people on the radio that are rah, 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 yeah. get out there, bye, bye, bye. No, because uh, we've often been the opposite of Contrarian that. to that. Yeah. No, we, we really are trying to give an honest uh, impression of what's going on mm-hmm. with the market. There are going yeah. to be pullbacks. There are going to be rallies. It's going to go up and down. Oh, yeah. It's cyclical. That's the nature totally. of this thing. But we're not in a, in, in my opinion, at least we're not in a situation where we're looking at a bubble. You no. know, we're not looking at things. And there's yeah. there's no data out there to support to support that contrary to what you might see on on the internet and we're making a point in team reba to make sure that everything that we're putting out there is supporting material not just our opinion but you know like i follow a lot of stuff with an organization called keeping current matters Mm -hmm. that tracks just like me and you tracks all kinds of metrics that are going on in the industry yeah we look at what the mls is putting out. I just got done. Well, right before we went on air, I was telling you, like, I just got done posting our, you know, May update, mm-hmm. which, you know, right now from an inventory standpoint, because everyone's just like, oh, no, it's a terrible time. Like, okay, first of all, there's more choice available to you right now. Right. There's opportunities available to you right now, but it doesn't mean that it is 2008. When we suddenly were climbing, you know, six, 12, right. and 18 months of inventory, the MLS just posted that we had 0.97 months of inventory. So it's still just barely under I, a month. Yeah, I'm glad you're mentioning that. And even nationally, uh, the inventory supply mm-hmm. is 1.16 million, yeah. which is about 2.6 months worth of inventory. Now, even mm-hmm. that statistic is a little bit nebulous because really what that statistic takes, it takes the inventory and it divides it by the current activity, the sales volume. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's a rapidly radically fluctuating statistic. So people talk about number of months of inventory and as a rule of thumb, let's just Mm -hmm. put it in a perspective. If you're below six months of inventory, Mm -hmm. that's still pretty much considered a seller's market. Yeah. And and if you get above six said four eh. to six months now. It's funny how since I started nineteen years ago, they've changed that from the six (laughs) month mark to well, between four to six months. Again, a a nebulous thing because of even just the way that statistic is Mm -hmm. derived. But if you look at at 1.16 million homes for sale nationally, you think, Mm -hmm. well, that's good. But right now, 55% of those are already under contract. Yeah. So so less than half of that 1.16 million are actually homes that you could go out and and buy. Right. Um, Nationally, 85% of the homes listed sell in less than a month still. Mm -hmm. And I know that's even less time here, right? Yes. And that's the whole, well, yes, most homes are still selling within the first couple of weeks, maybe not the first couple of days right now, Mm -hmm. but they're definitely selling within the first few weeks. Yeah. So what we're seeing, mind you, that's the homes that are great location. Good. Yeah. Priced well. Good lookers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything, all the best inventory goes first, of course. So Mm -hmm. if you're not the best inventory, now you can be kind of the ugly duckling, but if you price appropriately, you're still going to find the right buyer for that too, mm-hmm. right? And the, the thing I'm starting to see is people rethinking the concept of, you know, 
I could buy further out and have everything done, but maybe now is my opportunity to buy closer in and maybe turn it into the thing I want. Like, I think we're going to see a very small adjustment Mm -hmm. of where some people are going because you have to remember also what's happening right now is as we have people going back to work, Mm -hmm. there are more modifications happening. And I don't think, I don't think we're going to be settled in any shape or form for at least another one to two years because with the whole, like we, we can't forget COVID. I mean, you and I still have a sneeze guard in the studio (laughs) for Christ's sake. They're talking about taking that down here, but it's still up. But that's what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is this is still here and just coming into the studio today. Did you notice the lobby had a bunch of people in it? Half of them asked, half of them not masked. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're going to still have that vibe of some people are saying, I still want to do the work from home. Mm -hmm. And other people saying, I've been dying. Oh, I shouldn't say that term. (laughs) I've been looking forward (laughs) to going back to the workplace to see my friends. Like if you liked the people you worked with, you want to see them again and not just on Zoom. Exactly. And there are employers right now that are saying you must Come back. Yes. You know, you yes. want to show back up. Some very work. large tech companies mm-hmm. have some people who are saying, uh, me not so much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that also is going to, yeah. I think, change where people are choosing. Right. And and it's funny because a year ago, I think we talked about on the show how the paradigm had changed mm-hmm. and we, we were questioning whether we would ever go back to right. the offices. So can I tell you from an inventory standpoint locally, we didn't talk about this before we got on air, but that's because it's good mm. for us to share this kind of stuff where yep. you're like, what? So, <laughs> um, so our listeners and you obviously know that um, I bought up in Anacortes in Oak Harbor mm-hmm. in the fall mm-hmm. of last year. Uh, and I'm still watching because I just, you know, hey, congrats to Dinesha and Tobe on the closing of your Absolutely. home in Oak Harbor. Yes, yes, Yay. Yes. So excited for them. Um, but uh, I still have all my searches set up for mm-hmm. those areas. Yeah. So Whidbey Island and Skagit County, because not only just for me, but for some other people as well. Mm-hmm. And and also just, you know, understanding their inventory as well as, you know, the Tri-County area that I, I cover the most down mm-hmm. here. That is an area, I think, because there's less remote work happening right now. Some of that has slowed down. Yeah. So I think a lot of the areas that are predominantly second home or mm-hmm. vacation home areas yeah. may may slow a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those have. But I will say it hasn't gone you know, crazy. In well, it's terms not of, crickets. No, it's no. It's definitely still a market that's moving mm-hmm. in those outer areas. Um, because we do still have people from here retiring. We do have other people doing kind of like me. We have a lot of people interested in doing Airbnb. In fact, mm-hmm. um, my bookkeeper, I'm actually just, uh, well, just this weekend, I've got uh, a rental house of hers and her husband's uh, up for sale. And that's the next thing they want to talk to me about is like, hey, we've been watching because she's my bookkeeper. So she gets to see the numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, that looks pretty good. I would yeah. like to talk to you about that. So, right, right. so we're that's the next thing, and I'm going to talk to her about. Well, maybe we just have you do that in the same market area as me, mm-hmm. and then I can just set you up with the same vendors. Sure, right. So, like that's that's potentially an option. So we're we're watching very closely, kind of yeah. what's going on, and I'm I'm not seeing the prices drop. It's just a little bit longer time on market, and that's what I want to make sure and point out to some folks. Yes, the interest rates are up, um, but. 
there are opportunities right now. And I was telling you right before we got on air, I had talked about this on the show in the last couple of weeks. One of my clients who's under contract, not with you, but with me, mm-hmm. um, we got their appraisal back. And I was so excited because we'd actually negotiated a credit, mm-hmm. came back $68,000 over our contract price on appraisal. Let's talk about that a little bit when we get back, because uh, as the market turns, you know, things don't always run in tandem. And that could be one of the situations. uh, TV show as the market turns. I think that was the world. Oh, okay. Well, hope your world will turn right back to us. We'll be right back. More open house. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Reba Haas from Team Reba. We're here every Saturday. And on Sunday. Yep, 2 o'clock to 3 on Saturday. And 3 to 4 on Sunday. And always on podcast. Always. We're yeah. getting, I think we're around 270 now. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. For the uh, number of podcasts, yeah. yes. Yeah. So lots of awesome, awesome content. And searchable. Yes. You can check out different topics and mm-hmm. different subjects and different speakers yes. and lots of good information. I there. do mine on Spotify. If you want to, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, feel free to go to Buzzsprout or Spotify or wherever. I know on Spotify, I just have as as one that I follow. So mm-hmm. feel free to go, right. you know, follow us on whatever your favorite podcast program is and you will be alerted every week That's right. on new material. That's right. And before I, before I forget, if people have questions for you, Reba, you know, after the show, they want to ask some questions. How can they reach you? Well, the if they want to do it by email and send me your story problem, you can do that at info at teamreba.com. Or you can, if it's if it's more private and you don't want my team reading it, you can send it to reba at teamreba.com. Or you can always send me a text first, please, to let me know that you're going to be calling. But 206 457 2984. Okay. And you, sir? I'm pretty easy to track down as well. You can email me, Eric. That's Eric with a C. Eric at ericismybanker.com. You can call me, 206-915-3742 or 915-ERIC. And that same thing, just text me first. That way I know. Because, uh, of course, we get a lot of... Uh, Car warranty expiring calls and things like calls. that. Yep, all that. Just sort of. like all of you, we get a ton of. In fact, we might yeah. even get more because we have all of our public information out right. there. Right, I know my so phone number's been out data. there since like the '90s, so yeah. it's been out there a long time. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're sick of getting junk mail, especially all those solicitations and things like that, which can can lead to identity mm-hmm. theft and fraud, uh, there is a great federal site called Opt Out Pre Screen. Optoutprescreen.com. We've talked about that before, especially we had um, mm-hmm. uh, had Mike on from American Reporting yep. Company talking about credit. And uh, but optoutprescreen.com, uh, you sign up there, and it prevents the credit bureaus from selling your information. What I'd like them to do is to stop allowing people to get those dumb cards in the mail. David Summers, our former producer here, but now my digital media coordinator, yeah. has been bringing, now that he's so much more aware of these things, having listened to our show yeah. so many years, um, he now brings in all the postcards that he and his wife <laughs> yes. receive that are like, we will buy your house cash. Sight uh-huh. unseen, no work necessary, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, also another version of scammers. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Wish those could get 
there's cleared up. There's one that's been in the press also recently uh, that really be aware of. If you're trying to sell something online, you may get a text from somebody saying, "Hey, before I." you know, communicate with you or give you my email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to verify that you're a real person. So you're going to receive a text mm. and um, and text me back with the code. And um, don't do that, please. Don't do that. Fishing. That, well, it's the, you know, on the other side, they're mm-hmm. like going online saying I lost my password. Mm-hmm. They'll text you an authorization number. You give it to them. You mm-hmm. have just opened up your world to them. Yeah. And uh, not a good, not yeah. a good thing to do. I uh, I get a lot of those. Uh, I'd like to contact you about this property, and it's a link to like some uh, supposedly yeah. a Facebook thing. I never touch the link. No, never touch the link. First of all, yeah. that's not even a place that we market our properties on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like no, we don't that's... even do it because we know that there's a bunch of just junk. Yep. Right. Exactly. Like we know a lot of people are doing things on Facebook Marketplace and whatnot, or I guess yeah. Meta is their pref- you know, preferred format yeah. now but um yeah we just don't and no. so no. yeah you have to Be ignore so a lot of things but i gotta tell you though so many people just don't know that so i guess mm-hmm. i'm glad that we keep bringing it up yeah um because there's there's a lot of info out there that um if you're not regularly online you could easily fall yeah, for just it. be suspicious be and same thing same thing those things in the mail because mm-hmm. that was one of the things that uh, david showed me it was it was funny the variety the ones that make it look like it's supposedly you know someone's actual handwriting mm-hmm. another one it's like oh it's pink like warning warning yeah, final gotta, notice yeah exactly like all of that kind of stuff you really have to look so closely to make sure that you don't get taken advantage yep, of. Absolutely. And everybody that yep. if you've just bought a home or refinanced or taken out a new you're mortgage of any lists. sort. Yeah, because your deed of trust is a recorded document mm-hmm. and there are people that just mine that information. Yeah, and if they're so. if they're contacting you to say you need to sign up for some kind of insurance or mm-hmm. something, please read the fine print where you will see this is not from your mortgage company. They'll make it look like it is. Yes. It'll say regarding or R E. Exactly. You know colon you know home bridge or whoever it is you know so just be super regarding your colon is probably the most accurate thing out of that whole statement (laughs) (laughs) sorry because you know what happens if you respond that's right (laughs) that's right and and you don't get the good drugs like they give you for the colonoscopy probably not probably not all right enough of that so before that said how are the rates (laughs) well Right. Well, I just I wanted to finish a thought too. Yeah. Well, and before the break, you had you'd mentioned that you had an appraisal come in way higher than the purchase price. Yes. And I just wanted to touch on that real briefly because that is still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, home prices are are flattening out a little bit, mm-hmm. but appraisals use comparable sales. They have to pull recent sales, homes yep. that are similar, the recently sold that are mm-hmm. similar enough to compare yep. to the subject property, and and that data. Is, is lagging just a little bit. Oh, yeah. So so right now, we, we are seeing appraisals, in many cases, coming in higher than mm-hmm. the, the, the actual sales price because they just haven't quite caught up you know, with, with the market. Market's not dropping, but it's 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 leveling off a little bit. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about that some during the show, too. Yep, absolutely. Because like I was saying, you know, I have um, some listings that went live this week. One of them's down in Auburn and one's up in Bothell. And one of the things that we're doing as part of that is we are offering a buyer bonus. So basically a seller credit that somebody can utilize to do a rate buy down. Mm -hmm. Because this client that just had the great appraisal come in, we got $14,000 of credits from that seller also 
towards their closing costs. Excellent. So they've got a tremendous situation on a great house that's in good condition that, you know, they're going to do a couple of other little updates to it. That's what part of the credits are for. And it's going to be just, it's it's going to be a solid, solid house that they're going to be so happy that they, yeah. as as you and I have been putting it, took the opportunity when other people ran the other direction. Because this right. is like, I mean, what does Warren Buffett say? Mm-hmm. It's like when everyone else is fearful, that's when you strike. Those are the opportunities. Yeah. And the house house prices are 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 much more stable mm-hmm. than interest rates. Interest yes. rates are cyclical. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. Yep. So if you find that point where you've got the perfect situation where house prices are low and interest rates are low, fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. buy no no question about it. But it doesn't always work that way. They're not always in sync. So now we've got mm-hmm. a, a situation where house prices have finally kind of leveled off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rates are up though. You know, yep. not not perfect timing. So. You you come up with a two step approach. Mm-hmm. You know you you get in, get get the price. You know get the home get the home yeah, bought. Yeah, locked up. And then and then we're going to wait for the recession to hit, which in my opinion is inevitable. Yeah. And and so let, let's talk about rates here a little bit because yes. you know last last week uh, the news was all about the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates three quarters of a percent. Mm-hmm. There's this. Um, uh, this misunderstanding that they're increasing mortgage rates three quarters of a percent. Right. They can't. Uh, the Fed doesn't control mortgage rates. What they control is the federal funds rate, which is a very short term rate that mm-hmm. banks, um, you know, pay to borrow money to settle their books overnight. Um, that said, the increase is designed. Let's not kid ourselves. It's designed to slow the economy. Right. And and that's the way you get rid of inflation. You vanquish inflation by slowing things down. And in my opinion, it's going to be almost impossible for the Fed to slow the economy without putting us over the top and, and into a recession. Right. That, again, does not mean that home prices will fall. In fact, historically, they don't during a recession. Exactly. But interest rates do. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're watching for. Yes. And and the fact of the Fed increasing interest rates, they went aggressive this time, three quarters of a percent. We think they're going to do the same thing in July, by the way. Um, but them increasing three quarters is a sign that they're finally getting serious about fighting inflation. The bond market likes that. And um, and so when when they did this last week, initially, we, we had a little bit of a rally. It pushed interest rates lower. Then the rest of the world caught up. And increased their rates, and it, it caused more of a panic, and rates went higher. Okay. <laughs> so, so, where, so in, see, that whole discussion of what you're talking about is why my one client is offering the buyer bonus. Yeah, right, right, because there is definitely uncertainty mm-hmm. out there, you know, with yeah. all of that. Um, there, there are you know different flags that kind of pop up that will signal recession coming, and we've we've got you know we've got a few of those kind of showing their showing their heads right now. Uh here's where we're at right now for the national averages 30 year fixed rate mortgage we are over 6%. 6.07%. Uh that's actually up 0.72 from almost 3 quarters of a percent from a month ago up 2.8% from the beginning of the year. Okay, but we we were higher a few weeks ago. Yeah, t- in 2018 we were kind of about the same level mm-hmm. as well. Um, 15 year fixed rates right now, 5.44%. Uh, VA and FHA 30 year fixed rates, 5.58%. Jumbo 30 year fixed rates, 5.15%. Still quite a bit. I mean, 
three quarters of a percent, five eighths percent better than mm-hmm. a conventional thirty year fixed rate. So we're still putting a lot of people into a jumbo mortgage if we can qualify them for those. Just because it, the program's called jumbo doesn't mean it has to be a jumbo loan amount. There are mm-hmm. exceptions to that. Uh, five one arms, five point three eight percent. Not a huge incentive right now for a a shorter term arm rate. Although some some of our loans, like a ten year arm, are are pretty pretty good looking right now. You can save yourself about a half a percent off your interest rate going with a, a slightly shorter term, you know, type uh, type loan. So rates are definitely up. That's impacting affordability. Uh, and that is impacting the decisions that our people are making. And that's one of the reasons that we are seeing home values start to level off as people have kind of started yeah. to realize, okay, you know, this is right. really affecting us. And in fact, I think I sent you a, a um, uh, some data last week showing a breakout of yes. how your mortgage payment can mm-hmm. change by loan amount, by interest rate, and then also, or how your your um, your loan your um, your uh, payment can change by by interest rate by certain right. loan amounts. Yeah. and that was actually quite useful in that conversation with my seller. Yeah, in creating the buyer bonus because oh, we good. recognize yeah because the house that they're selling is over one point two million. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we want to be thoughtful about that and say, hey, we understand that this is something people have to think about Mm -hmm. and give them some options. And strategies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because there are ways to get it done. Yes, there are. This might not be as simple as it used to be. No, but that, yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get back from this break, because I got to tell you the conversation I had with another agent about exactly this. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Okay, so can I tell you real quick the end of that yeah, the yeah. conversation? So as I was doing all my due diligence for my clients, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a past client come back to resell this property. So this will be my fourth transaction with them in the last five years, yeah. right? So they're, they're a very interesting couple. Um, very unique personalities. Um And everything I do for them has to be then vetted out also by their attorney, their CPA, and their wealth planner. So I got lots of eyes on whatever I put together, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I um, was doing my due diligence, trying to put up the, you know, the right pricing strategy and preparation and all this kind of stuff. But I was waiting for one key person to call me back um, because there were two pending deals in the area where their place was. And I needed to know what the details Mm -hmm. were. Sure. Because I can't just look at the face value of like what's listed there. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we know that the deals are changing some sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, sure enough, this gentleman called me back. And they did not sell for their asking price. And it's a slightly larger property than my clients. And so this was very important information. Yeah. But here's the thing. I also noted that he hasn't been in the industry very long. because the, the agent. The, yeah. The other his agent. Lag, but he is, he is sharp. So mm-hmm. much like when I got in 19 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, I had been doing real estate transactions for myself, you know, prior to going into the industry. So like... I came in with at least a knowledge base of mm-hmm. things and and then just kept building on that. Well, this this young man definitely has 
you know, like a good head on his shoulders. We had a tremendously good conversation. And as we were going through kind of what his sale price process was, what they were dealing with, some of the weird things people were doing to try and negotiate, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. Um, I told him part of why I was doing this and my strategy around providing a credit. Yeah. And because he's new, here's the thing, not to your point, not all agents even know about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. They just don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking with this young man, telling him like, well, and this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to recommend with my client. And I think we're going to go back to those old days of when we used to offer buyer bonuses. And he was like, what's that? <laughs> and he, yeah. and, and yeah. no joke, he goes, this is my most valuable conversation this entire week. Oh, no. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that he was actually that open that to learning. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to be talking about that all weekend. Mm. He's like, thank you so much. He's like, I mean, he actually asked me, yeah. can we, can I mastermind with you? Like, yeah. he goes, you seem like someone who really knows their stuff and I want to get to know you and we should like collaborate, <laughs> which was, which was really great yeah. because the opposite side of that, mind mm. you, is, you know, we're interviewing for new agents. Mm-hmm. And this guy's lag number is very similar to the person I was just talking to. Mm-hmm. And I'm in an interview and we asked this other young man, what's like, uh, so one of the questions is like, tell us about a time where you had a colossal mistake mm-hmm. in your career. Yeah. And he proceeds to tell me he's only done three transactions, only one of them with a seller. And you're going to recognize this. He proceeds to tell us that they get all the way to the day before closing He's the listing agent and he contacts, uh, I believe it was the escrow company Mm -hmm. and he, they were like, oh no, I'm sorry. He called, he contacted the lender just to Mm -hmm. check in to see how the, how the documents were coming. Mm -hmm. And the lender went, we're, we're not aware of a contract. Oh yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've. I know you've experienced that mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And I, you know, he's telling me this in an interview and my eyes got so big. The woman who's helping do a, do the hiring work with us, yeah. she was like, I saw you almost come out of your skin. <laughs> <laughs> because then, yeah. I kid you not, Eric, the next words out of his mouth, because I think he saw me react with like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And because he said, and, you know, I, I had done everything. I had talked to the escrow company. I'd done this. I'd done that. And he goes, and I, and I realized it's a very minor part of the contract. And I'm like, uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> and so we had a bit of a conversation about nothing in that contract is minor because it's all legal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, tell me what happened. And then he continued to, to share. And I went, how did your client handle it? He goes, they weren't happy but they were patient and they worked through it. And when we finished our interview, I basically told him, I said, here's what, here's what I can tell you. You got lucky mm-hmm. Big because time. Yeah, Big that time. could have ended horribly badly for everyone yep. involved. And he would have been on the hook for the earnest money, most likely, or, or portion. Well, of the buyers, well, buyer agent side for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, questionable for him, but maybe, yeah, possibly, yeah, and and that's what I told him. I said, "Hold on, I got to ask you a, a question. Who else had eyes on this?" Because he kept mentioning his designated broker at the time, 
Mm-hmm. And I went, so your designated broker didn't even make, because like, I said, you, I said, was there a financing contingency? He's like, yeah. And I went, you had the element in your hands that gave you the right to contact that lender ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You had the right to cancel if they weren't performing. Like, here's my thing. You can't say it was a minor inconsequential thing. That was huge. Yeah. And yeah. and you need to learn your contracts. And so we're getting into this time that having experience and knowledge, you don't even have to be in the business for 19 years like me. I was on top of stuff like this year one. Right. Well, and, and you have probably multiple failures here. The, the, the home buyers Mm -hmm. didn't contact their lender, right? The realtor didn't contact anybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody followed up. Nobody was talking to each other and coordinating. And it's really all about communication in these situations. The buyer's agent's excuse was that they were in between transaction coordinators. I'm like, but that just doesn't means matter. you're responsible. Right. Yeah, that this, doesn't mean you go you can't, throw hands you can't, in air and go, oh. You can't point your fingers at somebody no. else. And, and that, you know, with, with a real estate transaction, ultimately, somebody's got to be mm-hmm. taking charge. And, and, and I should I've have seen, known that there was an appraisal along the way. There was right. financing. Like, where was the appraisal? All of that. Where was the lockbox check-in? Like, come on. There's, like, so many steps. Yeah. I We had one... Uh, couple months ago and it was a new agent and I had been talking with the buyers and had not talked directly with the agent I mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't even know the buyers were being kind of close about that oh, yeah. uh-huh. and um, so I had sent an approval letter and and I send these sometimes they'll people say we're going to make an offer so yeah. I prepare an approval letter send mm-hmm. it off I have no idea what you're talking and about and I don't hear back and oh, yeah. and I follow up with those. So it's like, I don't know, five days later, I hadn't heard anything back. And I assume, mm-hmm. well, maybe they didn't get the offer, but right. I follow up anyway. Yeah. It's like, hey, Which whatever happened with that offer? Oh, yeah, we got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, great. Ah. Can I get a – I'm talking to like, the buyer. I go, can I get a copy of the contract? Oh, well, we're in Mexico right now. Uh, so let me, let, me, um, let me forward you my agent's information so I oh, call the agent, sake. and then the agent takes two days to get back to me. Now we're a week into this yeah. thing, and I finally get the contract, and it's a 30-day closing. Right. And, 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 and you've probably already gone into default because they haven't made their formal application within the five-day f- default. Yeah, on a property that's on an island that you can only get to by a ferry boat. Oh, we've talked about this one before. Yeah, yeah so, we've talked about this one. You know, but, but it's... Um, it's crazy, yeah, but that's yeah. that that whole communication thing. And of course, you get to the end of the transaction, mm-hmm. you're like, like, why is this not closing in time? It's like, well, uh, yeah. I could have used that week up front. Yeah, that would have been it, good. It's been a long time since I've had uh, an agent. Tell- I I had thought there were so many more things in place at so many different companies that it was less likely for something like that to happen. Yeah, especially. In fact, this is the thing, listeners. That's why the multiple listing service incorporated the seller's election to terminate into the mm-hmm. financing documents. Right. Because situations just like this, as you and I both know, mm-hmm. from 15 years ago were happening regularly when we had a busy marketplace. Correct. And so like, that's part of the purpose of these mm-hmm. things. And so if yeah. you have agents 
who cannot explain, like we can't interpret, but we can't explain mm-hmm. what the documents yep. mean. Yes. And if you don't have an agent who can do that, and here's the thing, you'll know. Because mm-hmm. if you ask them to walk you through some documents and they keep looking at paragraphs and going, uh, uh, hold on, let me, let me, let me read that again. Yeah. Uh, I want to double check on that one. And especially if they just start reading the paragraph to you as though mm-hmm. you're supposed to be able to figure it out. Like that's the thing that's very alarming to me. Mm-hmm. That still happens all the time. Because every paragraph in your loan documents has a salacious lawsuit behind it. Mm-hmm. It's written in a very specific way for a very for yeah. very specific reason. And I'm reason. talking about just the contract, the real estate contract, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you have stuff that that's very meaningful. Like you even said a couple of weeks ago, oh yeah, well if it's a 10-year interest only, it's right there in big bold letters. But nobody ever reads it because they're usually freaked out about the, all the stuff they're signing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so that's true. That, but that's why it's important that someone be there. That's why I like when you mm-hmm. show up for signings mm-hmm. because you're explaining those kinds of things to people, mm-hmm. which your mobile notary may not. Sort of annoys them, actually, the mobile notaries, because yeah. they want to get in there and they want to get out yeah, fast. because they're paid only a small pittance. Right, and and I'm delaying their Starbucks mm-hmm. or whatever it is right. by yeah. explaining things. Like, I gotta get things. to my next appointment. I yeah. gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta yeah. go. And they, they want to get through a signing in you know, 15 minutes, and it's like, no, yeah. no, no, we're taking some time here. Yeah. It used to take me an hour to go through a contract with people, mm-hmm. which now when we do it electronically is much faster. But that's one of the reasons we're mm-hmm. building out all that video series for our clients. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can walk them through, here's what this document is. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, even when I, like my seller disclosure, e- uh, not emails, but um, videos, mm-hmm. they're like 10 to 12 minutes a piece. And I still have people with questions. Of course. Because they're, yeah. you, you know. can't cover every contingency, you know. With, with no, those. but but we try and you be get the bulk thorough. of it. Yeah, you yeah, get the bulk of it. Yeah, we try and be thorough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway, okay, so we got we went through the rates. Yeah, talking about like what's going on with inventory, which I do have to tell you, um, when looking at inventory, just real quick, because you know I love looking at this on the dashboard for yeah. the MLS. So these numbers are up, but here's the thing: it's summer, so duh. Because um, <laughs> everyone sells right now. New listings, 2,881. Nice. Back on market, 342. That's up. List price reduced, 2,097. Compared to 2,551 pendings. Wow. Yeah. Oofda is right. So make sure yours looks pretty. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to be <laughs> one of those price reduced people. Baby. That's bell right. of the ball. <laughs> and that's exactly what we do at Team Reba. <laughs> Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Bell of the Ball, Reba Hass from Team Reba. There you go. Good job, <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So our, our housing market is still firing right along. We're in, yes, the, it we're is. in the prime kind of prime time. Yeah, this uh, is when most people tend to put their houses mm-hmm. on market. Yeah. It, particularly the ones that are like, you know, well, let's get real. Like we just had kids get out of school mm-hmm. recently. Right. Right. So this is that time of year that if people are going to make changes, especially if there's kids either transitioning through the school year uh, or to a, a different school 
area mm-hmm. um, or even in, in the same district sometimes, right? Because right? they just don't want the disruption uh, of the, the time period. Yes. Right? All that change does make it more difficult. Sure. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah. And, and that's one of the things we say in our team is that our job you know, in Team Reba, the way we see our actual job, we don't just sell real estate. My job is to guide you through a complex system so that it's simplified for you so you can continue focusing on your life, family, and work. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the best compliment we get. We get to the end of a transaction. I get the same thing, and it's mm-hmm. like, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be you know, yeah. because people hear the horror stories and, oh, yeah. and everything and not every transaction is perfect and not everyone right. goes that way, but boy, you sure try, yeah. you know, but, but the interest rates are having an impact. I mean, if you had a, let's take a $3,000 mortgage payment mm-hmm. at three and a half percent, that got you a loan of 668,000 mm-hmm. at five and a half percent. That gets you a loan of 528,000. It's a big difference. difference. That's a bit. That's a that's a different. It's really house. It's a different neighborhood. Yeah, you know, and and Mm -hmm. so that's what we're dealing with now. And a lot of folks are kind of coming around to the reality of that. Mm -hmm. You know, but I got thinking about that, and I I know you're probably the same. When when I bought my first house, Mm -hmm. it wasn't pretty. It wasn't in the the perfect home. It wasn't was oh yeah. It wasn't my forever home. Yeah, it was a starter home. Yeah. And and Oh yeah, we did a lot of Everybody I know, all Lots. of my friends, we all bought starter yeah. homes. Some were yeah. crappier than others. Yeah. Some some were okay, but but none of them were the yeah. perfect forever home. Well, and we were focused on a particular This was back when I was married and we were focused on we wanted to be in a specific neighborhood. Mhm. And we went through so many houses, mm-hmm. and every single one of them was going to need work. Right. There was never a perfect home at all in the no. price point that we could afford. Exactly. And and so we made that house mm-hmm. what we wanted. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And I've done that with most and, of my homes. And it didn't happen overnight, and it didn't happen right mm-hmm. away. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we went through multiple... You know, mm-hmm. seasons with, you know, oh, yeah. I did, I had lawn furniture in my dining room, you know, oh, that, yeah. that was just how, how it, mm-hmm. how it went. And then you, I, you built the deck and put in the French doors mm-hmm. and redid the bathrooms in the kitchen. And, yep. and, you know, over time you just, you just, you just do that. And then you sell that home at mm-hmm. a profit and then take that and get into the next better house and you Let, work your way up. Focus on that at a profit. Right. That is tra- like. Let's just take, for example, the house I live in right now, mm-hmm. which is valued. I mean, I'll just say, you know, I'm, I'm going to ballpark estimate it. But knowing yeah. what my neighbors have been selling for, it's worth between like nine fifty and a million. Yeah. And I bought it for four fifty. I know what you paid for that. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, is the people I bought it from, I'm only the second owner mm-hmm. and they bought it for like 17000 Right. And the thing is, is they added on to it mm-hmm. and that helped. Yeah, that's why my house is valued more than a lot of my neighbors because it's much bigger mm-hmm. sure. than a lot of my, yeah. of my sure. other neighbors. You know, but I guess my point is that, you know, rates are, rates are up a little bit now. People need to be looking at mm-hmm. other strategies. Yeah. And it, maybe this will be a two-step home. Maybe this isn't your forever home. But f- for heaven's sakes, get in. Well, you know, and that's get, what I'm get saying. Get on that equity my train. My past owners, 17 to 450 Yeah. Yeah. In that period of time, even yeah. though they put some significant – money into it when they did Mm -hmm. a big renovation at one point in 73 yeah all of that came back to them whether you're hanging on to it for five years or 50 years Mm -hmm. right it's there's been one little blip on the map right right 
We've had four down years in our market in the last 70. Yeah. That's it. So, you know. Our, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that, sometimes we still <laughs> just can't. want to pound the desk I here. I know. It's like, <laughs> listen to us. You know, well, yeah. I mean, it's. It's because it just makes sense, right? Right. So, so what? What's a what's a starter home look like? You know that mm-hmm. that a starter home could mean like like you just said it's it's a, it's a good neighborhood, but it's not the perfect house. Mm-hmm. Find the ugliest one on the block, no problem. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. There's renovation financing available. You can do yeah. things like that to buy it, fix it up, or you just if it's financeable, meaning it's in a good enough condition that all the systems work, you know, there's mm-hmm. five years of life in the roof, there's no issues of safety or soundness, buy it yeah. and then fix it up over time. Uh, maybe that means a condo, you know, for mm-hmm. some people, a starter home or, or a, a town townhouse. home. Yeah. You know, we have a mutual client, a um, good, mm-hmm. good friend of ours that you just helped buy. Mm-hmm. And, and the property is down in uh, just outside of Edgewood and mm-hmm. it's a town home, yeah. but it's really, really cute. Oh, it's so and, cute. And, and she uh, didn't want a lot of stuff no. to have to, Right, you know, take care of, but under four hundred thousand. Yeah, in a a nice neighborhood, and everybody's friendly, and mm-hmm. and all of that. So, or maybe maybe you're, we have to look at at further out and a longer mm-hmm. commute and make that compromise. Well, and that's like the clients that we just had closed the other week. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. they were looking in South Seattle, they wanted to kind of stay there if they could. Yep. But they ended up in Auburn, but with a great. In fact, you know what was great yep. was so um, we. We did waive an inspection on that because we felt pretty confident about the condition of the home. Yeah. Uh, especially because a lot of things had been recently renovated. Mm-hmm. And, and it looked like the work was very, very good. And sure enough, Lisa Lotus, who's been on the show mm-hmm. of yeah. Taurus Home Inspections, she went down uh, a day or two post-closing. And she texted me and she's like, this house is great. What a win. Like, I mean, she was like, <laughs> That's awesome. what a winner you got for that. Aww. She's like, Oh my gosh. That's I'm so cool. excited. Like she was so thrilled. Yeah. Um, because their, their stuff came back and it was, it was like we thought it was all supremely minor stuff. Yeah. And I was yeah. just, I was thrilled for them. Aww. Absolutely thrilled for them. Another first, first time home Another buyers. First time home buyer. Yeah. 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 And, and they were able to take advantage of a zero down loan program yeah. and you got that offer accepted. Yes. In fact, I, yeah. I, I spoke with the listing agent on that one because we're always afraid with zero down, mm-hmm. you, you don't have a lot of power going into your offer, right? you know, because you might be competing against folks with 20% down or who, who knows. Mm-hmm. Which um, they had before. Right. But when I when I talked to that that listing agent, mm-hmm. you know, he said he goes, you know, we're not afraid of zero down programs mm-hmm. at all. We do quite a few of them, yeah, and we're comfortable with that. And it's like, wow, the stars just really lined up for for those clients. You know, yeah. they were able to get that offer accepted. Yeah, and- that couple actually teaches classes too. Speaking of which, we're going to be doing a class coming up in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Are we going to talk about the date? I, I know we haven't solidified our venue, but I think we should talk about the date because we are going to do it. Yeah. Which was August 11th. It's mm-hmm. a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so we're narrowing down the time. You and I keep going back and forth between whether we start at four or start at five. But right. we are, depending on the venue. Yeah, we're still kind of zeroing we're in on We're hoping to have where there's like adult beverages and food mm-hmm. available. Yes. Um but yes, between four or five. So yep. if you are interested in a first-time home buyer class or know somebody who should mm-hmm. come to this class, 
send us an email at info at teamreba.com. We'll start taking early reservations. Yes. And then we can update you with the location. Really important to know the the program. If you are a first-time homebuyer, uh, because some of the first-time homebuyer programs have disappeared over the last few months mm-hmm. as the financial markets have been in some state mm-hmm. of disarray. Uh, so it's and it's a constantly changing thing. So it's really important uh, to be up on on what's yes. going on with all of that. Absolutely, you know, because you might set your mind on a certain program or a certain interest rate, mm-hmm. and then you you get into contracts like Oopie, that one no longer exists. <laughs> so <laughs> Oopie, yeah, <laughs> big Oopie. Yeah. So be careful about that. Yeah, yes. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but but we do teach the uh, the um, first time homebuyer class that's certified by the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's mandatory you take a first time homebuyer class for many of, you know, these yes. special programs, especially all the zero down programs. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for that, because we've also talked about mm-hmm. this as we've had companies on for private mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. that it can also help you qualify sometimes for lower rates. It does. On that as yeah. well. Cost, so uh, it's your... not just for the other stuff, because that could that's be, correct. you may not even be a first-time buyer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. You don't have to be mm-hmm. uh, for to take advantage of a zero-down program. You yeah. just have to earn less than $160,000 a year, and you're in. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, good. Well, I think we gave a pretty good update on the markets and what's going yes. on out there. And if you have questions, you can always reach out to us. By sh- by, for sure. You know, reach out uh, info at teamreba.com, eric at ericasmybanker.com. Mm-hmm. We'll run those strategies, right. solve those story problems. Or you can always slip into our DMs. 